There is so much nonsense, authoritarian acts, tyranny, actions being taken by our governments to destroy our livelihoods and our businesses and our families. In this video, I'm going to be talking about what we can do legally, peacefully to protest these actions that are being taken by our governments and non-elected actors. the first step towards online privacy. Get NordVPN. This is an extract of a much longer video. If you want to see the whole thing, go to bit.ly slash crypto rich three speak, bit.ly slash crypto rich odyssey, or bit.ly slash crypto rich rumble. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the uh, fascinating parts for me, one of the many rabbit holes that I went down um, uh, and came across um, a piece of legislature that said that uh, it's, it's actually illegal to fund your government if your money is going to be going towards forms of terrorism uh, and war. Um, and that struck a chord with me. Uh, and what's gone on in the world since has uh, just made me think, I, I don't want to give taxes to this government. They are they are using those taxes to go and murder people in other parts of the world. And I uh, am very, very much against that. And when I... The six crimes are war crimes, crimes against humanity, genocide and conduct ancillary to war crimes, crimes against humanity and genocide. And when I started to look into what we meant by conduct ancillary, I realized that it was any action that an individual takes that is supportive of um, these uh, criminal offenses. Uh, that included paying tax. So I realized in 2002, it was a criminal offense to pay tax, knowing that some of the money would be used for a criminal purpose of genocide, crimes against humanity, war crimes. It was an international convention, and it doesn't take uh, effect in this country until we ratify it by passing our own legislation. And that happened in 2001 with the International Criminal Court Act 2001 and the International Criminal Court Scotland Act 2001. And those are the most serious criminal offences committed in this country passed by Parliament and uh, the Queen signed it and it became law in 2001. And when you look through the detail of what is meant, then um, it's quite clear that it includes anything that aids and abets the crime. And it is linked to the Accessories and Abettors Act of 1861, which makes it a criminal offence for anyone to do anything which supports these crimes. Are there any exclusionary clauses like Government taxes are, are exempt. The UK government and its agencies and agents are exempt. That's what I would have thought there should be, but there aren't. And of course, in fact, there is an inclusion um, clause, Article 78 of the International Criminal Court Act. 
actually says this applies to the crown and all property of the crown and all persons involved in the crown. So basically, it's the king, the queen at the time, and um, the prime minister and everybody else is governed by this law. Oh, my God. What a fabulous act. Well, this was what was passed and nobody uh, was was paying any attention to it including the Attorney General and the Prime Minister. And, of course, they were saying, you know, this uh, we're about to go to war with Iraq and it will be legal. And uh, I think the, the Attorney General said at the time it's authorised by Security Council Resolutions 678, 687 and 1441. And when I looked at what it said about in the UN Charter about the uh, Security Council Resolutions, it says, Article 41, the Security Council may decide what measures not involving the use of armed force are to be employed to give effect to its decisions. Not the British government point. leaves out the word not. Yeah. yeah. I, I find that utterly appalling. Chris, I'm just shocked that the British government should lie, would lie us into a war, especially Tony Blair, such an honourable man. So I started to look at, well, how do these guys, uh, the top 50,000 people in this country, manage to put all their uh, taxes overseas in tax havens in, in large amounts of money and keep it away from the tax man. And I thought, well, we can use exactly the same system for us so that we put all our taxes in trusts. Now, when you put money in trust, it doesn't belong to you anymore. And uh, it belongs to your trustees for your beneficiaries. So what I decided to do was to put my taxes in trust for the beneficiary being the government or the uh, council or the DBLA, any one of the tax raising bodies in this country, uh, until the last day of the financial year in a revocable conditional trust. Especially with your council tax. You've mm -hmm. also done it successfully with a parking ticket. Do yes. Tell us about that. Well, very briefly, I got a parking ticket for £70 in Borough Council. It was about 10, 12 years ago. Um, and they asked me for the money and I wrote to them and I said, no, I can't pay it because um, it's a criminal offence under Section 52 of the International Criminal Court Act for you to ask me to pay it and for me to pay it. And uh, that could in incur a penalty of up to 30 years in prison for conduct ancillary to genocide. And so I'm not going to pay it. And uh, they got I got a letter back saying on this occasion, we will forgive you the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> interesting Matt, I mean, you... so this is quite important the important bit is that all of this is underpinned by the most important criminal laws we've ever agreed with the rest of the world and it's both international and domestic criminal law anything else well now i guess the, the the most important thing um is if you're going to go down this route it seems to me you need a, a thick skin bravery and <laughs> not to be not to be intimidated uh, all qualities, which um, I think I've got in abundance. So I'm looking forward to it. Good. Excellent. <laughs> and I would recommend actually doing it with a, with a group of others as well, so that you can work it through with mates and friends and uh, colleagues and so on and say, look, we can do this and we can get our employers to do it and our council to do it on our behalf, as well as doing it ourselves as individuals. Yes, that is fabulous. Yeah, we're going to do that. And one of the things that I think has happened with the with the support that the UK government is giving to the genocide in Gaza is it has galvanized many, many Muslims. It's galvanized many, many Jewish people and plus many other people, right? You can see the injustice, how our government is supporting this willful genocide of people who have been living in nothing more than an open air prison. 
that this is something. So if anybody's got any connections to anybody in the anti-war movement, um, you know, Muslims or Jews or whoever, then this is something that you want to let people in your group know that this is a way that yep. we can let the government know, no, not in our name, not in our name. And then the other thing I'd say about this, right, is we don't have anything to lose. We do not have anything to lose. Yep. Because uh, the alternative... No, no, that's a very important point to make, uh, Rich. Um, but what people don't realise is that at any stage, if you've got the money in trust there um, for the government and they really force you into court and everything else, as they used to do to me, you can, if you want to, say, OK, I give up. Here's the money. Hand it over. I know it's a criminal offence, but uh, you're forcing me to pay it. Yes. So you never need to go to prison or anything like that. Don't yeah. need to worry about that at all. But that process, if enough people do it, that process bungs up the system and it becomes more and more expensive and cumbersome and they require more and more enforcers. So they take on more employees. But those employees are themselves opposed to the Great Reset because, Matt, you and I could end up working for HMRC, right? <laughs> like, wait a minute, what are we doing here, right? <laughs> Bring the system down from within. That's right. Or our friends and or our friends and family. This is what broke the Soviet Union. It became yeah. too cumbersome to enforce and administer, and it wasn't generating enough revenue. So, so uh, absolutely, absolutely, we we you know people got to find their own way of protesting and resisting legal, peaceful, lawful means of making our voice heard. And this is yeah. one way of doing that. There are many, many people who've been inspired by the stand that you've taken. And what I want is I want more people to know that we don't have to pay for the killing of children and innocence with our money. We can say no.